0: each day we make a series of decisions whether it's striking up a conversation with a new teammate listening to a talk reading an article or stepping out of your comfort zone to help with the project these simple actions unbeknownst to us are often a tipping point that set off a series of chain reactions that lead us down new and unexpected paths they're always easy to see in hindsight But what would happen if we could actually recognize and shape them as they're happening in real time? I'm Lissandra Lopez, and this is Live and Learn.
1: I think sometimes the fear, the fear is not necessarily a failure. Fear is of succeeding. But if you were blessed to succeed at that level, then I I just believe you're going to be blessed at the next level. People say they're afraid of failure. And I actually think they're afraid of what if it works, then what am I going to do?
0: That was Dr. Shannon Martin, Senior Principal Product Consultant within the CDI-CAPD Product Management Team. She follows her instincts. She's not afraid to go outside of her comfort zone. She's curious in everything that she does. And she's motivated by making an impact. If you read Shannon's list of achievements, you would be impressed. But it's how she challenges herself and puts herself out there to do new things that is truly amazing. Shannon is one of those people that purposefully pushes herself in everything she does. In today's episode, I'm tapping into Shannon nurse, recent graduate, product consultant, inventor, and app developer. Shannon, welcome to Live and Learn, and welcome to the very first episode.
1: Thank you so much, Lissandra, for that humbling introduction. Thank you. I sounded really fancy. Thank you so much.
0: Well, you are fancy, Um, and thank you for, for being my very first guest. Shannon, you're a bit of a celebrity here at Nuance. Lots of folks know who you are, but I'm not sure they know exactly what your role is at the company. So why don't you tell us that?
1: So currently, I am a senior principal product consultant. I work within the uh, clinical content team of the Center of Excellence, and I develop the pediatric clinical content that supports our CAPD-CDI offerings for Nuance.
0: Great. Great. So thank you so much for sharing that. I'm always interested in hearing about different roles throughout the organization, especially ones that I'm not super familiar with. And so I'm glad that you shared that because now folks know what is it that you do here at Nuance. So let's take a trip down memory lane. You started your career as a nurse, and I know we have several employees at Nuance that were once practicing nurses. What was the deciding factor in you leaving your nursing role and maybe even your comfort zone to come work for Nuance? So I left
1: one of our client facilities and I was the lead at that client facility of our CDI team there. And I had an opportunity to interact and engage with several Nuance consultants. And through that interaction, I became curious about actually what Nuance was and what the company did. And so I had the opportunity to, you know, go to the website, find out more about the company. And I saw a job opportunity that was, it was unfamiliar to me, but I was qualified for it. And so my curiosity, my interest in um, wanting to become a remote employee, all of those things drove me to take a chance and apply for the position. When I interviewed for the job, you know, I I wasn't familiar with remote work, really. This was back in 2016 before COVID. And so for me, I didn't know of anybody that was remotely working as a nurse. But this opportunity with the CDI software that that Nuance develops, this opportunity was open and I took a
0: chance and here I am today talking to you. That's so awesome. It sounds like you have a curious and growth mindset that has really allowed you to explore different opportunities. And I'm so glad that you followed your curiosities all the way to nuance. So Shannon, what was it like being a nurse? I'm sure that there are several employees in healthcare that would be interested in hearing your answer. So for me
1: as a nurse, so I was a pediatric nurse the majority of my career before I moved over into CDI. And so for me, there was a sense of connection there. It was exciting. I got a chance to see kids that were at their lowest point and to see that process of them healing and getting better or to support their families when they didn't get better. Just the fulfillment, it was a fulfilling career for me working um, and, and connecting and communicating with patients, with families, with, with young children and older children. I'm, I'm all about connection. If you know me, I, I love to connect with people. I'm a people person. And so that was fulfilling for me. And, and it was an opportunity for me to really fill my, my bucket with what I enjoy, which is connecting with people and providing, sharing love, showing love through what I was doing, which was nursing.
0: Mm. And I can definitely hear it in your voice that it's something you were truly passionate about. And I'm sure it's still near and dear to your heart, even though you're not in that field anymore. I once heard someone say, once a nurse, always a nurse. Is that a statement that you agree with?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Once a nurse, always a nurse. So what I do now, the work that I do now with the clinical content team, the work that I did when I first came into the co- company as a clinical analyst, it was, you know, the nursing process, pi, assessment, diagnosis, planning, implementation, and evaluation. I do the same thing when I'm developing content, when I'm doing research, when I'm trying to, you know, key in on those topics that are going to be impactful for our clients. I do the same thing with the work that I do Uh, now with being and just uh, looking, trying to figure out what the problem is, understanding, truly understanding um, what's going on, what the problem is, and then putting together a plan, implementing it and executing it to make sure um, that that we're meeting needs. So that's how I pretty much approach most of the things in my life. So yes, once a nurse, always a nurse. (laughs)
0: I love that pie process. It sounds like um, an easy process to implement and remember. Um, and I, you know, I know nuance is big on acronyms, so I think it's one that I will remember. And um, I love that you can apply it to both your personal and professional life. So I look forward to testing it out and seeing how it could work for me. So you recently graduated with your doctor of nursing practice degree. Congratulations. What an awesome achievement. Thank you. Thank you. What made you decide to go back to school and how does that fit into your larger career plan?
1: Okay. (laughs) So going back to school. So my mother was probably the first driving force in me going back to school. My mom's a first generation college graduate, but she also has her doctorate in educational leadership. And uh, I'm the fourth of eight kids. And so she went back and got her doctorate after we were all adults, after we had all gone to college. And after I had my fourth child, I was on maternity leave and and my mom said something about me going back to get my doctorate. And I thought that was crazy. But I will say that that her saying that and giving me that nudge, it made me curious. It made me curious about opportunities and having the opportunity to work here at Nuance with so many different disciplines, whether it, it's other nurses or consultants or engineers, it was eye-opening to me for the opportunities that are available in technology. Mm-hmm. And so I started to, you know, again, remaining curious and and looking and seeing what was out there and, and what kind of opportunities there were in nursing education for me to advance my degree and, and potentially my career. And so I found nursing informatics—that discipline—that it would support, you know, my desire, my love for nursing, because nursing will always be my first love. But it also combined the informatics side. And so seeing that opportunity kind of gave me the go-ahead. And then the support from my family, um, my husband, and my children—we took a vote about me going back to school, and everybody was on board. And my kids thought it was cool. One of the things that I try to do in my life is to make sure that I set an example for my children. And that's not just with education, right? It's with my life and and how I live my life, but absolutely that education piece to give them an opportunity to see excellence. And so my mother did that for us after we were all adults, and I wanted to do the same thing for my children. So the degree, it really is for me, but on the outskirts of it being for me, it's for my mother, it's for my children, it's for my husband. He was inspired to go back to school as well and complete his MBA while I was working on my doctorate in the middle of COVID. Yes, we absolutely sound crazy, but (laughs) it worked and we accomplished it. And we are so blessed today to both have completed those goals and to set that example for our children.
0: I'm sure it wasn't easy, especially if both you and your husband were in school at the same time. Uh, But it definitely sounds like it was worth it. And it's great to hear that your family supported you and was by your side throughout this important life event. Shannon, you recently created an app here at Nuance that was part of your final doctoral project. Tell me about the app and how the idea came about. So the app, it was called
1: CD Intel. And the app came from... Uh, again, that nursing process, looking at a client need. And so we had received some feedback from one of our clients about some support that they needed with our educational offering. And so I proposed a mobile application that would just give some extra support to the nurses that were going through training for CDI to become a CDI. And so I had the opportunity to partner with Nuance and, and my school to develop the mobile application. I worked with a team of engineers and project manager, a scrum master. I had two interns that were absolutely phenomenal. Shout out to Coco and Zach. Um, and, and just the entire team that that worked with me and listened to me and, and we developed, you know, the requirements for the application and then had the opportunity to test out the application in two of our client facilities. But the premise is that when the CDI is going through the education process, as they are, you know, onboarding, they have an opportunity in hand in a mobile app as a supplement to our desktop application that we have, where they have access to clinical notes, where they have access to clinical examples. So in real time, when they're rounding in the hospital, They have an opportunity at their fingertips to look at clinical examples and nudge them towards opportunities for clarifications,
0: which is the basis of the CDI role. So that's the app. It's so amazing to hear how this all came together. You received internal support and resources and created a fantastic app to help solve a problem. And I really hope that others at Nuance are inspired by hearing this and feel empowered to also come up with their own unique ideas for problems. Um, I think sometimes people, when they don't feel supported, they back off. But I love how you had support, internal support, and then the interns to help you bring this to life.
1: I think what you said is spot on, Lissandra, to make sure that when you have a voice, that you use your voice. So if you, if you have an idea, if you have a thought, to speak up and to use your voice and engage with people. I am all about networking. Like I said, I'm a people person. And so engaging and asking, and this all came from in the meeting where we were sitting and we were listening to these clients' feedback. I pinged my director and I said, we should build an app. And it grew from there. February 7th of 2022, is when I pinged her and said I think we should build an app and in August of 2022 we had built an app and so wow it it's just a testament to speaking up because you're supposed to be at every table that you're you're at when you speak up and you have knowledge and you have information and you have this expertise that other people don't have there's value in that and people will listen to you If you continue to talk, if you continue to speak up. And like I said, it grew from that. And she escalated that up and it was escalated up. And I've just truly been blessed. So
0: use your voice. Use your voice when you have a voice, use it. Shannon, what was the biggest challenge that you faced when creating the app? And how did you overcome that? So the biggest challenge was probably the lack of intersectionality
1: between academia and the tech space. And so Again, back to what I I just said was using my voice and and making sure following through, following up, making sure that things that needed to be signed, documentation that was necessary, reaching back out, engaging with other parts of the organization to make sure that things that I needed. And these were some of these people I rarely, if ever, talked to but reaching out to people and hoping that they would be able to point me in the right direction or help me to get the answers that I needed. So I think that was the biggest challenge is the lack of,
0: of intersectionality. And so trying to navigate through that, but
1: here I am.
0: Yeah. And it's also just really encouraging to know that you didn't give up, right? Regardless of <laughs> running into some roadblocks, uh-huh. I love that you know your strengths and acknowledge that you sometimes need to lean on others in areas that are just not familiar to you.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's also important to stay optimistic. So challenges are going to come up. Challenges Mm -hmm. are, I think, a constant in our lives, but, you know, understanding that this is a point in time and and I can get through this. And so remaining optimistic in the face of challenges and just pressing forward towards whatever your mark is, whatever your goal is.
0: Yeah. And then also controlling what you can control. So, Shannon, you participated in the Global Microsoft Hackathon last year with a group of employees from our Black Employees and Nuance Group, BEING, and the Blacks at Microsoft BAM Employee Resource Group. How did the idea for this project come to life, and what was that experience like?
1: (laughs) So, so believe it or not, the idea um, came from a very casual conversation in the Teams chat so the Black Employees in Nuance Group, our team's channel, one of my colleagues had reached out to me and asked me if I was going to participate in the hackathon. And I will be honest with you, I'm not technical. And so for me, i had never done a hackathon and I really did not understand what a hackathon was. <laughs> but because this person reached out to me, I threw up just a quick message in the team's chat to see if anybody else was interested in participating. And it literally grew from there people were engaged. We ended up with engineers and we ended up with product managers and project managers and consultants and and everything in between, BDEs, everything in between that were interested and wanted to talk about hackathon. And from just some, some very casual meet and greets. Let's have some conversations. We were able to engage with BAM. I have some connections over at BAM. And so we were able to engage with BAM. And we came up with a hackathon team. It was exciting. It was empowering because you're doing something that you've never done before that potentially wasn't even on your radar, but you're you're doing it well. And, and when I say doing it well, we were able to come together and lean on different people's areas of subject matter expertise. So I'm not a technical person, but we had engineers in the group, but I'm a communicator. I am a, a super communicator. And so being a networker and so bringing people together, being able to bring people together and organize those efforts and work through those efforts. um, it was fun. It was engaging and I'll definitely do it again.
0: And that's such a wonderful example, Shannon, of what Better Together really looks like, right? We hear it all the time, Microsoft Nuance Better Together, but this is such a great example of that. And I'm so glad that Being and BAM were able to unite forces during this hackathon, and I'm sure you all will do other things in the future, and I'm glad that it was such an amazing experience for both groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I regret not participating and <laughs> I know it was for technical and non-technical people, but I, I I will admit it was a little bit scary to even think about, but I know I'll have other opportunities to participate.
1: And definitely intimidating, Lissandra. You know, to that point, I was intimidated because I, I like to do things really well. I tell people I try to work with a spirit of excellence. And so when I'm going into something new I'm a novice, so of course I'm not going to do it really well because I'm new, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it's intimidating because you're going from your area of subject matter expertise to other areas where you're a novice. But I like to also tell people the best way to get started is just to get started, to go, to give it a shot, to give it a try. I think a lot of times um, people are afraid of failure, but I think sometimes people are also afraid of success because then what do I do? What do I do next? Yeah. So get
0: it started. <laughs> yeah. And it's so interesting because listening to you speak, the Nike slogan, just do it, came to my <laughs> mind. Right. And you no, know, but all kidding aside, you know, you give such great advice. Just get started and take it one step at a time. As you said, I think sometimes people get overwhelmed and give up before they even get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Shannon, you've had so many incredible achievements that you've shared with me today, from your experience as a nurse to building apps, participating in the Microsoft hackathon, and earning your doctorate. You're not afraid of trying new things, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, and channeling your curiosities. What's your advice for someone looking to challenge and stretch themselves? So,
1: I, I think the best advice. Of course, follow your instincts. If you want to do something, just try it. Just try it. I mean, the worst thing that could happen if you don't succeed is that you're back where you started. And um, I would tell everyone to to stay curious, to stay curious about trying new things and, and looking at things from a different perspective. I would say, if you're unsuccessful in whatever you're doing or whatever you're trying to go back and re strategize I like to say that when I come up with a plan or when I come up with an idea, it is no proof. I don't like it when people tell me no, if if I'm trying to do something or if I'm trying to accomplish something, I don't like it when people tell me no, but I realize that nos are a part of life. But if I get a no, then I know that I just need to go back and re-strategize. I need to go back and I need to replan, to rethink, or you know, scrap that plan and do something else. But it's an opportunity for growth. And so I would say that that's how you look at things: is that they're an opportunity for growth. Even the no's, even the not right nows, are an opportunity for growth.
0: Yeah, and that sounds like really reframing your perspective. And so I I think that's wonderful that you put it in in those terms and as you were saying all that, uh, no lie, I was jotting it down because <laughs> I, I definitely thought it was a pen to paper moment and everything you said were really great points and, and great reminders as well for me to tap into when I need some encouragement, right? Because I think sometimes when a door closes in front of you, you hear no and you accept that no. But I think it's how do you reframe that perspective so that you can turn it around and figure out what is the challenge and see the opportunity within that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. To see the opportunity in everything.
1: I will add one last point. So a lot of times we see different tasks that we have to do as just that as tasks, but reframing our minds and our thoughts to, to look at those tasks as not, I have to, but I get to Mm -hmm. those opportunities to, whether that's grow, whether that's learn, whether that's share, that it's opportunities to do something. Not I have to do something, not I have to check something off a list, but I get to do something. And so um, when you get those no's, I get to make this better. I get to improve this. And that's what I want. I want to put out the best product anyway. So that's Mm -hmm. the way to think about it in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So Shannon, as we wrap up our discussion today, I want to ask you three questions so that listeners can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So first question, what do you like to do outside of work?
1: So I actually like to read. So I actually read with my 15-year-old daughter. We do some young adult fiction. And so that's my guilty pastime.
0: Okay. All right. I love that. <laughs> um, what do you enjoy most about the Nuance Network being?
1: The community, the connection, the opportunity to connect with People who look like me, and it gives me an opportunity to pour into them and for them to pour into me.
0: Yeah. And I just want to say for anyone who is unfamiliar with being, please go to our intranet site, The Voice, and you can um, put in being or nuance networks, and it will come up and give you more information about how you can participate. And last question, Shannon what is your definition of success? My definition of success. Okay, that's a good one. My
1: definition of success is to achieve the goals that I want to achieve, but also to learn while I'm getting there on that journey and to be a good person through it all. That's my definition
0: of success. Short, sweet, and simple. (laughs) I always like asking that question because everyone's definition of success is wildly different mm-hmm. and so and, and very unique and personal as well so I always love hearing everyone's responses to that thank you thank you short
1: and sweet, short and, sweet and very to the point I like that Lysandra. yes I,
0: I love it I love it um well Shannon it was so wonderful learning from you today thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me I truly enjoyed our time together thank you so much Lysandra If you were inspired by today's episode, don't hesitate to like it, add a comment below and share it with other colleagues. Thank you all for listening to Live and Learn. I look forward to connecting with you soon.